everybody and welcome to Binging with Badness, the only podcast where apathy is a tragedy and boredom is a crime. My name is Mitchell McIntyre. And I'm Vanessa Vogel. And this is Quantum of Solace, one of the sillier named movies in the, in the James Bond canon. I still don't get it. Uh, okay, so Quantum is kind of their brand new bad guys. Okay, what is a Solace? Well, I mean, I know what the phrase solace means, but I don't know what the quantum of solace is. Right? I don't get it. And I kind of figured quantum would be kind of like a bigger deal in this movie. Yeah. But it's very much kind of like told in the background. Yeah, there's a lot of storylines happening all at once, and I'm not a thousand percent sure. This this movie is a bit messy. It's a bit messy, yeah. Um, I think it's because Casino Royale... Was proof of concept. Mm-hmm. Here's the proof that, like, a new James Bond is going to work. The reboot is going to work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, all this. And then now we're actually trying to get into the the storyline, the series-long storyline. Uh, and it's, um, that's a thing. Yeah. Um, guys, you're going to have to slow down for me for here uh-huh. on, for a second. Like, the, the other thing is, so, uh, this movie is the shortest film in the James Bond canon. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also has the most to do. So a lot of it is really kind of scrunched together. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, and you guys will see when we kind of get into it. it. It gets a little bit uh, uh, messy. Messy is the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. But anywho... Uh, Quantum of Solace. The first thing you should know about us is that we have people everywhere. What the hell is this organization, Bond? How can they be everywhere and we know nothing about them? This is the world's most precious resource. We need to control as much of it as we can. Main check, Dominic Green. He's a person of extreme interest. We've already begun destabilizing the government. You know who Green is and you want to put us in bed with him. Yeah, you're right. We should just deal with nice people. Get in. All right. Careful with this one, Mr. Bond. She won't go to bed with you unless you give her something she really wants. I think someone wants to kill you. You two do make a charming couple, though. You're both, what's the expression? Damaged goods. a 2008 spy film and the 22nd in the James Bond series published by Eon Productions directed by Mark Forster uh now you might not know who Mark Forster is but you've probably seen one of his movies he did Monsters Ball Finding Neverland Stranger Than Fiction which is a really good movie Mm -hmm. The Kite Runner this World War Z which is not a very good movie and Christopher Robin which god damn it I liked okay I read the book the kite runner right that is a filmography that's all over the fucking place because i've never heard of it okay the kite runner will make you want to hang yourself uh i don't want to watch it then you do not it's about this kid it's about kids and trigger warning sexual assault oh no and growing older with guilt and then more sexual assault i don't know why i read this book uh so to say that he wrote The Kite Runner and Christopher Robin. <laughs> I am real confused. 
Um, it's a direct sequel to Casino Royale. <laughs> you uh, see what I'm, I'm getting at here, yeah. though? Yeah. Uh, I was gonna look, like, a lot of his films seem very, um, kind of like that whimsical sort of, like, Finding Neverland, Stranger Than Fiction, Christopher Robin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They all have these sort of, like, um, fantasy aspects to them. And it was weird they picked him to do Quantum of Solace in our new kind of gritty James Bond. Um, and it kind of worked. Well, we'll see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, like I said, this is a direct sequel to Casino Royale, and it is the second film to star Daniel Craig as the fictional MI6 agent James Bond. The film also stars, and I'm going to get some of these names wrong, and I apologize right off the hop, mm-hmm. Olga Kurylenko, Matthew Amalric, Gemma Arterton, mm-hmm. Jeffrey Wright, and Judy Dench. Mm-hmm. In this film, Bond seeks revenge for the death of his lover, Vesper Lind. And this is a strange sort of twist. Like... This is a revenge film, kind of? Sort of. But it's also, like, it's a convenient revenge film. Like, super convenient. In that, like, it just so happens to all kind of fold together. Um, so, although... Uh, so, this is kind of a, a, a an interesting wrinkle. This movie was made during the writer's strike. The screenwriter's strike. Is that why it's a bit of a mess? Uh, a little bit. <laughs> um, and although they received no writing credits in the final cut... Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel Craig and Mark Forster wrote some sections themselves of the script. Oh. So it's a little bit shaky. Yeah, all right. Um, so the title was chosen from a 1959 short story written by Ian Fleming uh, in For Your Eyes Only, which, as you guys know, is another James Bond film. Uh, though this movie does not contain any elements of that story whatsoever. Just the <laughs> name. Fun fact... It is the most violent film in the franchise. Whereas Dr. No, which is the very first James Bond movie, mm-hmm, featured mm-hmm. 109 trivial or severely violent acts. Quantum of Solace has 250. The most depictions of violence in any Bond film ever, even more prominent since it is the shortest film in the franchise. And it doesn't help. <laughs> This is one of those movies that, like, if you're if you're paying attention to it, mm-hmm. you start to drift a little bit. It's not boring, but I didn't really like super care. <laughs> um, and it might be because there's a lot of action scenes for no reason. That's true. There's a lot of action scenes. I mean, they have attenuative reason, right? Yeah. So, but. Uh, um, hmm. But what the fuck do I know? Because as of September 2016, it is the fourth highest grossing James Bond film without adjusting for inflation, earning $589 million worldwide and becoming the seventh highest grossing film of 2008. Cutie, 2008. Ooh. What are the top three highest grossing movies? Um, Is it a Transformer movie? It is not. Is it a Marvel movie? It is not. Was it Avatar? No. 
What the, the hell happened in 2008 The then? top three highest grossing films of 2008 are in order. Uh-huh. The Dark Knight. Oh. Forgot about that. Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. Oh, I shouldn't be that. And of course, Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> no, this this I get. This I understand. Well, Kung Fu Panda has like 30 sequels and it's still going. I mean, it's got two. It's got two sequels. Well, I feel like it has 30 because every time I turn around, there it's in my face. Yeah. You know? I feel like it's... Don't they have a TV show? They do. They had a TV show. Uh, I think that went pretty well. Yeah. Uh, and then you go to wherever, and they're like, hey, look, Kung Fu Panda. And I'm like, all right, sure. Yeah, no, they've only got three official movies. All right, but they have licensed this out like a motherfucker. Oh, hell yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, because it's one of the movies that DreamWorks actually did good. That's right, <laughs> fight me. Fight me, DreamWorks. They might. You don't know. Yeah, no, let's watch I get a, a lawsuit in the, the mail after this comes out. <laughs> anyway. So that's our witty preamble before the movie. Kids, if there's anything else. Nope. Curtain up. We begin at the ending. Literally seconds after shooting Mr. White in his dumbass leg, <laughs> James is driving as fast as humanly possible away from some bad guys who want him dead. What with that whole shooting their boss thing. Yeah. Funny uh, how that works. We get a lot of awesome driving shots on the cliffs of Italy. And I don't know nothing about cars. But that Aston Martin looks cool. Because we know something about cars. We watch a bunch of Fast and Furious movies. I, 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 I retained nothing but the plot. <laughs> I, I remember the plot. I don't know. I know that. Uh, Drifting he, is the force. I was going to say, he drove a Nissan. That's, that's <laughs> it. There we are. They drive uh, through a construction site mm-hmm. down a rock quarry. Uh, and now the police are involved. Yeah, because, so, duh. So bad guys are shooting James. Police are shooting bad guys and James. Uh, we shoot out the tire of one of the police uh, cars, and it careens down a mountainside. And then, like, hits James on the way down just to be a dick. Mm. Um, so James one-hands an automatic rifle and shoots a man in the chest, causing him to fly off a cliff. That uh, sucks. James loses his pursuers and drives to a secret tunnel... Somewhere in Salina, Italy. His car is beat to shit. <laughs> he goes to the trunk and he opens it. And inside is Mr. White. Hey, buddy. He is alive. But I got to imagine kind of pissed off. I would be too, but. Uh, so this whole movie has a kind of a grainy, almost like a filter on it. Yeah, it makes it look like one of their older James Bond movies. Yeah, and it makes it look kind of cheap. Yeah, because the old James Bond movies were kind of cheap. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. And uh, I, I say that to, to move into here because it's time for the opening credits. Like I said, I love James Bond opening credits. I love the songs. I love the visuals. <laughs> yes. And this is Another Way to Die by Jack White and Alicia Keys. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. love Jack White. Oh. I love the White Stripes. I am wildly aware. Yes. <laughs> and... You would think this would make for a good song, but not really. Seriously? (laughs) Seriously. I thought it was pretty good. I have issues. What do you... Cute, it's Jack White. You love Jack White. I do love Jack White. It goes me, Jack White, all of Jack White's uh, work, and then, like, Subway Sandwiches. Like... (laughs) 
so you know, like I said, I, I love the White Stripes. I have all of their albums. Mm-hmm. I have, you know, I, Lazaretto was an amazing solo album. One of my favorite songs, or favorite renditions of the song is the White Stripes' is Jolene. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's great, but something doesn't mesh. Um, I don't know if it's just because, like, and Alicia Keys. Like, I really like Alicia Keys. Mm-hmm. She yeah. can play the piano like nobody's business. Mm-hmm. And her voice is just amazing. Yes. But it doesn't mesh well with Jack White. And, and Jack White is very much the, the, the lead creative force on this song. Mm-hmm. Kind of to its detriment. Because um, mm-hmm. it sounds like a Jack White song. It sounds like a, a, a White Stripe song. It sounds like a Recounter song. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it doesn't sound like a James Bond song. Oh, that's the issue. It doesn't sound like a James Bond song. Um, also, I feel like the vocals take precedent over the music. Uh, and their voices don't really like harmonize well together. Uh, the lyrics are fine. I would say it had some pretty uh, solid lyrics. Like, yeah. what was it? Like, Drop of Water... Uh, a door left open, I mean, a woman walking by, dropping the water, a look in your eye, the phone on the table, a man by your side. You think this is just, is just, is just another way to die. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so maybe it's the production that I don't like. Maybe it's, it's something's just not hitting it for me. And this is one, even the visuals are kind of weak. Um, it's all kind of well, based in sand. Yeah, they're kind of going back to the old... What was it? The James Bond things, because you can see the dots at the bottom that turn into the like the O's and the letters and yeah, whatever. the barrel of the gun. And... Um, and like it, it's using the old same old font that it always does, right? Which is cool, and this does feel like it's trying to invoke the old James Bond. Yeah, the the classic kind of uh, James Bond feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just it's one of the weaker weaker James Bond songs. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm not happy about it. Uh, but, you know, it, it's kind of like when you have two great professional wrestlers who've never wrestled before, mm-hmm. and you put them in a match, and you're like, this is going to be awesome, and it's just not. <laughs> just because people are great by themselves doesn't mean they're going to be great together. But it does sound like they should be great together. It sounds like it, but J- Another Way to Die is one of the weaker James Bond songs, uh, kind of, period. Uh, it's not the worst one. We all know what the worst one is. What's that? But you don't know what the worst one is? I do not. <laughs> so so I guess not everyone knows. That's true. Okay. Um, Alexa, play Die Another Day. Alexa, stop. Don't actually play that. So <laughs> Die Another Day. Was... I was about to say, I was going to fight you about Skyfall. Like, Oh, no, God, no. Skyfall's amazing. Um, Die Another Day was for the movie Die Another Day. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and it was written by Madonna. Oh, no. In one of her weaker periods. So most of it. 2004, Madonna. I will, I will show you the song. We can't play it right now because we will get sued. Uh, but, yeah. So, uh, fun fact, uh, uh kind of to, to, to raise, raise the spirits here a little bit. You know the song Seven Nation Army? Mm-hmm. That originally started life as a James Bond song. Jack White wrote that riff, that boom, bum, 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 b
But after a while, he thought, nobody's ever going to ask me to do a James Bond movie. So uh. he used it for Seven Nation Army, which is why Seven Nation Army is one of the best songs of all time. <laughs> <laughs> why didn't he just rip off Seven Nation Army then? Yeah, he he's, owns he's the, not that kind of guy. He owns Seven Nation Army. Yeah. Just take your own beat track, my man. <laughs> it oh, doesn't well, make... Well, <laughs> wow, this will be great for James Bond. No one will ask me to do James Bond sometime later. Do you want to do James Bond? Sure. I won't use the stuff I think is great for James Bond, though. <laughs> what is wrong with you, man? Uh, welcome to Bitching with the Badness, where we talk about Jack White and only Jack White. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's... Yeah, you profess not... your love, and I just sit here baffled. Aye. Anywho, moving on to the actual movie part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bond has taken Mr. White to an underground MI6 base where we find out that Vesper's boyfriend has been killed. Oh. Uh, we found his body in the sea, but here's the problem. The body DNA does not match the hair DNA we found in her apartment. Body double, somebody's dead, but it's not her boyfriend. That sucks for whoever that is. Yeah. Bond looks like shit. Mm. And he hasn't slept in a very long time. And M worries... M worries about him. He's like, hey, uh, you look like you need a bath. But uh, Bond blows it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so she says, are you going to track down the people who, who killed Vesper? To which he says, they aren't important. And neither was she. Oh. Mr. White is an asshole. And refuses to give up any information. But he does, like, vaguely threatening sweeps. <laughs> Like, ah, you, we always worry that you're one step behind us, but you don't even know we exist. We are everywhere. We are legion. We are, uh, we have people stationed everywhere. No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. Yeah. And he says, like, we have people everywhere. Isn't that right? And M's bodyguard turns and shoots a motherfucker dead and shoots M in the in the arm, frees Mr. White and runs. Yeah. So uh, Bond chases him through an underground sewer system, mm. and they get lo- They kind of like run through a crowd. I don't know if it's a horse race. It or looks like it a... was a horse race. There were dudes on horses and on track. Yeah, so it's, like... or it's a polo game or it's some weird Italian shit. No, uh, polo's the one with water, ain't it? I think that's water polo, but oh. can't you have polo just as is? I don't know. That sounds like a rich people thing. It does sound like a rich people thing. Anyway, they run up the stairs of a building, knock over some poor grandma's groceries. <laughs> what dicks? Yeah, she even, there's a shot of her sighing, <laughs> just like, oh my God. <laughs> she, she's got it on like a, a, a pulley in a wench system. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, she's just pulling it up because it's, it's like a thing of cherries. And she's pulling it up and they like push her aside and she drops it and you literally hear her go, ugh. uh so we what we get here is kind of a hollow retread of the casino royale rooftop chase Mm -hmm. um they they hop from from building to building and and you know we kind of do stuff like that does everyone that bond chases a parkour master Uh, like every single fucking dude like he should just do a preliminary check do you know parkour do you know parkour (laughs) Do you know? Oh, you do? I'm going to be chasing. You're under arrest. You're under arrest and you're wearing cement shoes. Like, (laughs) yeah. So it's, you know, it's not bad, but like the original is just so grandiose and huge and like, it's such an amazing set piece. So good at it. This one's all right. It's okay. 
Um, so we chase the bad guy up a bell tower, mm-hmm. uh, and he kind of like gets the drop on Bond by knocking him out with his gun. And so like Bond grabs a hold of him and he tips him off over the bell tower, and they fall through the glass ceiling of a church under construction. That was cool. Mm. Um, and so we have this kind of weird. It's not really a fight, and because they both kind of lose their guns, so they're both kind of chasing after their own gun. And there's like raining glass from yeah. everywhere. They're like knocking glass and off of shelves and shit. They're swinging from rope to rope. They got to be like thirty feet up in the air, and they're you know swinging from ropes and trying to grab each other. It kind of looks like um, American Gladiators, <laughs> like the, the 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 game where they swing from the ring to the ring oh, and try yeah. to knock each other off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, eventually, Bond falls, but his leg gets wrapped up in the rope he's on. And his head, like, kind of hits the ground, but he kind of bounces up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he, he reaches for his gun, and bad guy reaches for his gun, and Bond reaches for his gun, and bad guy reaches for his gun. And, uh, uh let me check my notes. Bond reaches for his <laughs> gun, grabs it, turns towards the camera, and shoots. And god damn it, is he cool. He's so cool. He shot a guy while hanging from a rope upside down. I like Dang. even if this is one of the weaker movies, how dare you consider Daniel Craig wasn't a good bond? Like <laughs> I how dare you? We go to London in its natural state. Raining. <laughs> That's what I'm told. Yeah. The bodyguard was named Craig Mitchell, no relation. <laughs> and worked for M for eight years. Five years as her personal bodyguard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and she says, apparently they do have people everywhere. Everyone says that. You don't expect them to ha- you don't expect them to have someone in the bloody room. Everyone uses that expression. Florists use that expression. <laughs> I love Judy Dench. <laughs> like, she- Judy Dench, I believe, is one of the longest standing M's in, in the James Bond canon. Uh-huh. Uh and deserves it. Yeah. She's amazing. Um, what I liked is that she was just like, eight years, five of those years he was my bodyguard. I get, there are Christmas presents around here that I gave him. Huh. And he, she's holding like an ashtray and he looks at her like, I don't think he even smokes. And she just gets angry and throws it on the ground <laughs> and it smashes. I don't believe he smoked. Damn it. <laughs> Meanwhile, while she's destroying this crime scene, there are agents like dusting for prints and yeah, stuff. What the fuck, man? And Judy's <laughs> Just, just angrily throwing furniture around. Uh-huh. Bond and M discover that Mitchell had a contact in Haiti named Edmund Slate. Mm-hmm. So we go to Haiti and Edmund Slate's apartment. Uh, there is no like travel time. So a lot of the times you're going to hear me say, so in Haiti or in Russia mm-hmm. or. Uh, so we go through his apartment and Bond gets attacked by Edmund Slate with a knife. And we see what is kind of a, a, it feels like a desperate way to recapture the hotel fight scene and the baller identity. Do you think so? Yeah. Oh. Um, it doesn't last as long and it's not as intricate, mm-hmm. but it's a hand-to-hand fight with a knife and that's, you know, kind of what we're, we're, we're aiming for. That's true. M- Mark Forster took that like, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna do the Bourne series a little bit too, uh, too intense. Mm-hmm. So, uh, side note, the reason why we went here is because we found uh, counterfeit cash in Dead Guy's apartment. Yes. Uh, 
That never comes back. We never find out where the fuck the counterfeit cash comes from. Nope. Maybe it comes up in Skyfall and I just don't remember, but it's not here. Um, so Bond accidentally, but uh, slashes his neck open. Whoops. Uh, and he bleeds out, giving us no information. Shit. Does that sound familiar? <laughs> Bond is the worst spy ever. He gets no information and ends up killing his targets. Bond... Worst yeah. spy ever. And even M is like, would you leave someone alive, please? We need information for God's sake. Uh, as James leaves the apartment, or the hotel room, he grabs a briefcase that was meant uh, for Slate. Mm-hmm. And because mm-hmm. he, he lies, he's like, oh, do we have mail for room 324? And she's like, no, just the briefcase you wanted to, us to hold. Do you want us to, do you want to pick it up now? Yes, I do. Thank you. Uh, so he picks it up, walks outside, and somebody pulls up to pick him up. Okie dokie. Cool. So she's like, get in. And Bond's like, okay. <laughs> so he gets in the car. She says, ah, I didn't expect geologists to look like you. And when he said, like, yeah, we're a, we're a colorful bunch. And she's, um, and he's like, so uh, what are you doing here? And Bond opens the, the briefcase. And it's got a gun and a picture of her. <laughs> and he goes, um, I think I'm here to kill you. <laughs> and then she shoots at him. Uh, and they have kind of like a little car fight. Um, this is uh, Carmela Mon- Montez. And she is supposed to die because her boyfriend, husband, I think it's just boyfriend, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Dominic Green wants her dead. Because he's an asshole. Yeah. Uh, So James bails out because he don't want to get shot today. Mm. Uh, But he does, however, follow her to a meeting she has with Dominic, who's pretty surprised she's alive. Uh, So while we observe this meeting, James learns that Green is helping a Bolivian general, Madrano. Uh, he's a deposed dictator and the fellow who murdered Carmela's family. Uh-oh. So we want to overthrow the Bolivian government in exchange for what just seems like a barren place of dirt. Like, it's a spot in the desert. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, Green has Carmel, uh, or, I'm sorry, Camille, mm-hmm. escorted away on Madrano's boat. And so he's like, hey, uh, so we'll give you the money and we'll give you the spot and, uh, I'll throw in her to sweeten the deal. What a dickhead. And Madrano's like, Asus, let's go. Uh, And James kind of sees this and he goes, nah, I'm good. And drives a boat into their boat. Uh. (laughs) And he's like, get in. And she's like, I, uh, okay. (laughs) Better him than this guy. Um, The thing is, Camilla isn't like thrilled with her rescuer. Yeah. She... Uh, She's also not sold with the entire, like, situation, because once the boats crashed, she had a gun, and then the gun fell in the water. Like, she botched every check that she had, yeah. right? She's having, she's having a rough night, uh, a rough day. So she kind of has, like, a little fight with James in the car, in the, the boat, and he's like, would you stop? I'm trying to save you. <laughs> Much I- like trying to get Tanner someplace where she shouldn't be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, giving the dog a bath. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so away we go on the boats. So we got the car chase out of the way. We got the foot chase out of the way. Now it's time for the boat chase. Yay! Uh, like literally everything else James Bond does, mm-hmm. instead of deftly maneuvering his way through the obstacles, he runs himself right through it, blowing shit up behind him. 
Oh my god. Who trained you? <laughs> so we follow Green to a plane. And we also discover that he owns a big fancy company called Green Planet. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. essentially buys up land and uses them as conservation efforts. But... Yeah. M tries to talk to the Americans about this guy. And they're like, hey, uh, Dominic Green, you guys want him? Any interest? And they go, hold on, hold on just a second. And a guy pops up. He's like, yeah, uh, South American CIA agent, uh, Greg Beam. No. Goodbye. And to which M goes, oh, yeah, they got interest in him. <laughs> he's like, but didn't he just say? He goes, yeah, they put me on hold to a different CIA agent. Of course they got stuff. All I said was, like, his name, and they knew exactly who the fuck I was talking about. Yep. So, the head of the CIA South American agent is Greg Beam, played by uh, uh, Hopper. Hopper! From, uh, from Stranger Things. And he's got a mustache for days. That's true. Uh, he is also with Felix Leiter, the guy from Casino Royale. That fronted us, like, five mil. Yeah, good for him. Um, they, so, also, Green is in this plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Green talks with, uh, the CIA agent, Beam. And they basically said, here's a non-interference deal. Uh, we let you have this land, however it is you take it. Mm-hmm. But we want the oil that you're gonna find. Capitalism. Yeah. Uh, and Green's like, Ace is whatever you want, man, can do. Hey, I got myself a little bit of a problem. See this guy? And he holds up a, a picture of James Bond. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. there's... <laughs> and Beam holds it, and he goes, Hmm. Felix, you ever see this guy before? Felix takes the phone, and he goes, Nope. Mm-hmm, and Beam goes, What? Why, that's James Bond, international super spy, MI6 agent, James Bond. <laughs> and Felix is like, fuck. fuck's sake. Uh, and Green is like, yeah, I want him dead. Uh, and Beam is like, hey, hey. <laughs> fuck, I care. Got to deal with England. Tea drinking pansies. <laughs> so after this, we follow Green to a production of the opera Tosca at Lake Constance mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, in, in Austria. It's a very fancy party, Britta. Oh, yeah. There's uh, olives in the toilet and everything. It's a whole thing. Um, This place looks like an Apple store. It does. Everything is white and shiny. It's all white and glass. Uh, So Bond kind of sneaks in. They're all watching the the, the opera. He kills a guy and it takes his earpiece and kind of listens into the meeting they're having. They're all sitting watching the opera and also having a meeting at the same time, mm-hmm. which means they're talking in the theater and you, they're really bad guys now. <laughs> but also, could you pick uh make it easier to pick them out? They'll be the ones yeah. talking, right? Yeah, right? Like uh, it's not like they're texting each other or anything. Like uh we get the drop that these this gang, this group of people who work undercover and uh, control the world is not the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. It is quantum. What does quantum stand for? Good question. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so the as fuck they fuck t- is quantum? IDK. Yeah. Uh, bad guys. So as they talk, they're just like, "We'll do this, and then we'll do bad guy stuff." And Bond goes, uh, "Might I have a suggestion?" And they're all just like, "Fuck." <laughs> Let's go. 
And for no reason, like, seven people get up from their seats at the same time and walk away. Again, like, this is a terrible plan, guys. Everyone will be able to pin who the hell you guys are. And Bond does it with a fancy camera. Yeah, and one person in in the crowd looks at them and goes, well, Tosca isn't for everybody. (laughs) So we have a gunfight in the restaurant during the aria of the opera, because of course we do. Yeah, why not? But, like, there's this weird part... And it's only for like 10 seconds mm-hmm. where there's no sound but the opera. Yeah. Like there's gunfire and it's all silent. And I was like, okay, I can kind of get what you're looking for. And then it goes away in like a couple of seconds. And I'm like, now I'm confused again. Yeah. It's very artsy suddenly. Yeah. For no reason. I think, I feel like it's trying to convey me an art message. Something about this opera. Yeah. And if, if this maybe fight if I, scene. And so in, in the play, I don't know what Tosca's about. I apologize. I'm not that uh, learned. But somebody's getting shot in the play. And it's like a big like, oh, <laughs> bad opera stuff. <laughs> um, and so like as they're shooting, they're also cutting very quickly mm-hmm. from like gunshots, gunfire, uh, opera, opera, gunfire, so, like computer image of an eye for some reason. Is the implication that like you can't hear the gunfire because this woman's singing too loudly. I think so, but like it's it's it doesn't really work. It's kind of disorienting, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, so Bond gets some guy up on the roof, uh, and he's like holding him like kind of off it. And the guy and he's like, "Tell me what what I want to know." And the guy goes, "No." And Bond is like, "Okie dokie," and lets him go, and he falls. But. The, the rest of the bad guys are driving away, so he lands on the car completely safe. Mm. Uh, and so the bad guys are just like, who is that? I don't know, he's not one of ours. Then why is he looking at me? So they get out and shoot him dead. And for once, he's not... He didn't kill the guy! Yeah, but M thinks he did. So, I mean, he has a long track record of yeah, doing that. Uh, so the word gets back, and they're just like, somebody's dead. James did it. And M's like, fucking of course he did. Um, and so, like, James walks, like, he gets on the phone. And he's like, hey, James, what the fuck? I told you not to kill anybody, and I'm staring at a dead guy. And James is like, um, yeah, whoops. I don't know why he took the fall for that. I don't know either. Because he, because M specifically says, I have a guy with uh, two bullets and had a point blank race that fell off a roof. Yeah. And all he had to say was, he was alive when I th- threw him off the roof. Yeah, he was alive last time I saw him. Uh, so Emma's like, look, you're nuts. We can't deal with this right now. I'm taking you off the case. I want your, I want your, your gun and your badge. <laughs> you're too close to this mission, McGonagall. <laughs> um, and it's like, we're going to cancel your passports. We're going to cancel your cards. You're out. Mm-hmm. And James is like, excellent. That sucks. Bye. Um, so he goes to... A friend, basically. Kind of. Uh, well, actually, so he goes right from this to the airport. Yeah. And he's like, hi, I would like a uh, ticket, please. And she's like, sorry, this this card is, uh, isn't working. Would you like to try a new one? And he goes, mm, no, better not. Hey, you're about to get a call in a second. If they ask, tell them I'm going to Cairo. And walks away, and she does indeed get a call. <laughs> um, so Bond travels... Uh, to Italy to reunite with his old ally, 
Renee Mathis. Hey, buddy. Remember that guy we arrested at the end of the last movie because we thought he was the traitor? Uh, <laughs> Whoops. We're about to resolve some plot lines. So, Renee is currently living in a fancy kind of villa. Mm-hmm. And is like, what the fuck do you want? And James is like, hey, hey. I need cards and passports. He's like, why? MI6 is plastic, don't work for you anymore? And he's like, ah, you know, it's a whole thing. <laughs> Mathis is like, it's not a whole thing, fucker. <laughs> you put me in jail. And he goes, yeah, but whoops, first of all. And second of all, they apologized and gave you this villa. What are you bitching about? And, and he goes, look, she's hot and she comes with the villa. Yeah, and he's like, hmm. You're right, but also I hate you. And Bond's like, I get that a lot. <laughs> Uh, so. This man threw me in jail. You expect me to serve five wine? And she's just like, well, you only buy the cheap stuff. You only buy cheap wine. Uh Uh-huh. Um, so he's retired. And. I feel like it's forcibly retired. Yeah, he's just kind of living his life. Uh, and Bond is like, hey. I'm gonna go do cool spy stuff. Do you want to come too? And Mathis is like, no, 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 no. So we cut to Mathis's plane. <laughs> uh, Mathis has charted a private plane to take Bond from point A to point B. It's one of them fancy-ass planes with a bar in it. Yeah, I've never actually seen this plane in real life. And I contest that it actually exists. Yeah, right? Like, what plane will let you get up, sit at a bar in the plane... Apparently, it's Virgin Galactic. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, it's like, it's late night. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and Bond is just kind of sitting at the bar, drinking out of a martini glass. And uh, Mathis comes up and he goes, hey, can't sleep? He goes, no, it's, it's been a whole thing. What are you drinking? And he goes, I, I don't know. It's just whatever he served me. And the bartender goes, actually, he's drinking three ounces of gin, one one ounce vodka, half an ounce of Lillet Blanc aperitif, garnished with a very thin lemon twist. He's had six of them. (laughs) Which is also known as the Vesper Lind. I want to try that. I want to see if it actually is good. Yeah. Uh, To which James Bond kind of looks at him like, fucking thanks. (laughs) What happened to bartender customer confidentiality? Oh, uh, you don't get that. You didn't tip. <laughs> um, so, Mathis is kind of like, hey, um, keeping this all in your mind is going to kill you. And Bond's like, probably. He goes, listen, Vesper did everything she could to keep you alive. She gave up everything to make sure that you're still here. Like, yes, she did turn on you, but also, like, the reason you're still alive right now is because of her. It's like, you gotta chill out. He goes, do you want a sleeping pill? He goes, no. Pain pill? Happy pill? Sad pill. I got pills. I got pills that'll make you tall or make you feel tall. Make you feel tall. (laughs) I got pills that make the heat hurt go away. And Jim's like, I'm good, man. <laughs> he just yeah. has a pharmacy on call, I guess. I was gonna say, he's just like, I'm gonna drink a martini. You do you do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Uh so they try to get to sleep, and it probably doesn't happen. They get off of the plane, and some lady's there. Her name is Strawberry. Strawberry Fields. That's adorable. 
Uh, and they're like, hey, how's it going? And she's like, yeah, I'm an MI6 agent. You are going back to England now. <laughs> and James is like, haha, no, I'm not. And he's like, fuck, what, y- y'all? <laughs> and she, like, kind of chases after him. Uh, cut to the hotel. Uh-huh. Uh, and Math is like, hey, uh, I found some stuff you need. Uh, and he's like, this is where we're going. We have an invitation to a party. It's a fancy fundraiser. Uh, you're going to come, and this is where we're going to find the, the bad guys. And Bob is like, yeah, cool, aces. Uh, I got stuff to do. He goes back and inside, and of course he's in bed with Strawberry Fields. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, and it's like, it's kind of funny, just like, ah, that's what he's asked, James Bond, huh? <laughs> but then part of you is just like, this is kind of misogynistic, isn't it? <laughs> That was fast. That was really fucking fast. It's just one of those things where you're just like, ha I don't know how I feel about this. I mean, even she's confused on how she got here. Yeah, even like as, as they're in bed together and she's like, I don't know how this happened. Not in a weird rapey way. Yeah, no, like, it's like, this is completely consensual. And also I'm pissed off. And Bond is like, yeah, I get that a lot. Goes, Stop saying that. Want to do it again? Yeah. Yes, obviously. <laughs> God. So we go to this fancy fundraiser where Camille and Green are already. Mm-hmm. And as Green is trying to talk to people and do businesses. He's all like, yes, the forest. We must save the earth. And like as he's doing that, and Camille's just like, yeah, you know what he really likes? is drilling for oil and running over gophers. <laughs> and then people walk away and he goes, you know, you know how much money you're costing me? And he goes, absolutely, I do. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and so he like brings her out. To a balcony. Mm-hmm. And it's very threatening. It's just like, ha ha, if I push you off, you've been drinking. People will think you just fell. Mm-hmm. And she's like, ha ha, you do it. I'm bringing you down with me. <laughs> uh, and so he like turns. is like, oh, here comes the murder. And Bond walks in. And he's like, hey, <laughs> Green, how are you, my man? And he's like, fucking this guy. Uh, and he, he like, he kind of grabs uh, Camille by the, by the hand. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm sorry. We have to go. And he's like, ha, oh, don't worry about her. She won't sleep with you unless you have something you want. Although she is good when you get her on her back. And James is like, that's fucked up even for me. And Camille's just like, it's unfortunate I can't say the same about you. Hey! <laughs> so as he goes, uh, he grabs Camille by the hand. And he goes, uh, have a good night, Mr. Green. He goes, excuse me, Mr. Green, we have to go. And he goes, oh, my friends call me Dominic. And he goes, I'm sure they do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gotta love the shade. Gotta love it. <laughs> that's that's real. Um, uh, I feel sorry for you. I don't think about you at all. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of like energy. Um, so as they hastily leave together, they are immediately pulled over by the Bolivian police. <laughs> DWB, am I right, folks? <laughs> Driving while Bond. No. Ha- hashtag Black Lives Matter. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, the police pull over Bond, and they're just like, hey, open, uh, open the back, open the luggage. And he's like, all right, sure, why, the, I don't know, why not? And he opens the thing, and Mathis is in the trunk. And I don't know why, but he's beat to shit. Well, fuck. Like, the idea is Quantum got to him and beat him up and, like, used the police to take out Bond. And so the police are immediately like, like, Bond tries to, like, pick him up. And he's like, come on, buddy. And the police immediately go to shoot him. Well, that's because the police said he's still moving, kill him. Yeah. So I think the police were in on it. Uh, they absolutely were. But here's the thing, right? <laughs> he picks him up 
And like, he's still alive, shoot him. So Bond uses him as a human shield. <laughs> like, kind of accidentally, but it does happen. Yeah. So Mathis gets shot twice in the back. Bond goes over and just kills these other guys because he's James Bond. And also, like, guys, how yeah. do you think this was going to go? And so, like, Mathis is on the ground and Bond is like, oh, Christ. Um, and Camille is just like, hey, there's there's a hospital, but it's like 10 miles away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Mathis is lying on the ground. He goes, no, just stay here with me. Mm-hmm. So Bond kind of picks him up in his arms. And he says, listen. Uh, <laughs> he goes, do he's, he says, do we forgive each other? And Bond, Bond apologizes and regrets leaving him alone. He, he doesn't, didn't want it to come to that. And so Mathis says, uh, Vesper gave everything to make sure that you survived. Mm-hmm. And you should forgive her. But most importantly, forgive yourself. Um, and so Bond kind of like slits there for a bit and he goes, Is Mathis your, uh, your code name? And he goes, Yeah, it is. Not a very good one. <laughs> uh and then uh mathis dies in bond's arms oh and bond disposes of him in a dumpster i don't understand this part what even camille's just like the fuck yeah and camille's like this is what you do with your friends and bond is like he wouldn't have cared and it's it's kind of to show like he's trying to it's, it's more like that, that swallow the pain kind of bond sort of thing. What kind of masculine bullshit? Yeah, well, that's kind of what we're getting over here. Uh, so, Bond and Camilla drive to Green's intended land acquisition. Just to survey the area. We're in, we're in Bolivia, so we're on a plane now. Uh, and then, so we drive over, and it just looks like a big old plane. Like, it just lo- looks like a big old hunk of desert. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, that's a desert, all right. <laughs> Uh, and so uh, Bond and uh, Camilla just kind of talk to each other. Uh, and it's actually, it's a, it's a nice little scene. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we learn that um, Camille is actually former Bolivian Secret Service. Oh, um, well, fuck. Yeah, she has uh, experience in this kind of thing, which is why she's not phased. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk about basically what happened to her family and that um, the big bad general from earlier essentially raped her family, killed them, and then lit their house on fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Camille was the only person to survive. So, Yikes. that sucks. Um, and as we're, you know, we're, we're having this little nice little bonding moment, we start getting shot, because of course we do. Um, they are intercepted and shot at by both an air fighter and a helicopter. A fighter <laughs> jet and a helicopter. I don't know where we got these things, but here we are. Well, Quantum's got fucking money, man. That's... <laughs> Um, so we've had our foot chase, we've had our car chase, we've had our boat chase, uh-huh. and now we have the plane chase. We hit it, folks! The quad factor! <laughs> land, sea, air, and then land again, but with your feet. <laughs> um, this is the only time in a James Bond movie we have had all four. I feel like we're missing the space race. Like, just him with rockets flying. Oh, well, that's, that's Moonraker, but, uh... <laughs> That, I need to watch Moonraker. What the fuck happened to Moonraker? You really don't. Um, so that's the thing. Like, this is the first movie where we've had all four. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it, it feels like they were just here to say we did it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> That's true. They're living some James Bond-esque fan, fan fiction fantasy. Yeah. And I mean, well, if you got the budget. Um, so they try to lose the bad guys. But they get shot. The plane gets shot to hell. Mm-hmm. 
Um, eventually, they, they do some fancy maneuvering and kind of get themselves alone. But then a helicopter comes in and just rips them apart. Uh, so we're going down, down in an earlier round. <laughs> and Sugar, get the parachute. <laughs> so the whole plane kind of goes into a nosedive. Or uh, actually, it's going kind of backwards. Mm-hmm. A tail dive. Um, so Camille gets into the back and tries to find a parachute. And Bond just falls. Like, he slides down the floor of the plane. Yeah. He's like, uh, hurry up and do something! <laughs> so Camille grabs the parachute, and Bond just kind of tackles her out of the plane. Just like, we're both going, let's go. <laughs> um, they lose each other for half a second in the air, and then Bond kind of, like, grabs her again. They pull the, the parachute, and it's not like a soft landing, but it hurts like a sumbitch. Uh, <laughs> they fall into a sinkhole, and they live for another 20 or 30 minutes. Uh, meanwhile, back uh, in politics, M is dealing with the Minister of England. Not the Prime Minister, just a minister. Is that like a judge? I have no idea. Uh, and essentially, so the, the, the minister's like, hey, you come to make another excuse for James Bond? What is he now, blind? <laughs> and she goes, no, that's a whole other day. Um, we gotta talk about what, like, our dealings with this green guy. God, I miss the Cold War. Yeah. <laughs> like, we gotta talk about Dominic Green. And he goes, do we now? Because we don't know, like, what he's up to. He could be a bad guy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, if he is, I guess we'll only talk to good guys. What do you want? Uh, and he goes, what I want is we have to make sure he's not funding terrorism or anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the guy's like, if we didn't talk to people who didn't fund terrorism, we wouldn't talk to anybody. Right now, we need oil. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got none. And America and China are fighting over what's left. If we can fight, find it here, we're going to do it. So, so eat me. uh, shit. <laughs> um, so M has that moment just like, oh, I hate it when James Bond is right. Uh, and he goes, listen, James Bond is a fucking liability. <laughs> so either you rein him in or the Americans will kill him. That's, uh, that's where we're at. That's official. We're going for it. Well, shit. And M is just like, I don't know which one I want more. <laughs> Meanwhile, deep in a hole, um, Bond and Camille are just kind of, kind of just sitting there going, well, we're in a hole. <laughs> well, that fucking sucked. That's a big old hole. <laughs> uh, Bond has a nice moment where he puts his jacket over her because she's cold and in a cocktail dress. Uh, this is not where she thought her night was going to go. Yeah. And as they kind of like walk around, Bond is like, hey, you notice how there's no oil down here at all? But there is, there should be a river. Because that's water. And he looks, and the water has been dammed up. Oh. This place doesn't have oil. This place has water. And what he's doing is he's dammed up the reservoir to create a man-made drought. Uh, what a dick! I did not know he worked for Nestle. <laughs> uh, Nestle is quantum. You heard it here. So... <laughs> Yeah, he, he dams up the water, creates a drought, mm-hmm. and then he has he can sell them the water and look like a hero. Yeah, because either they die from lack of water yeah. or he's a hero. What a dick. What a dick, this guy. They get out of the hole somehow. I don't remember how. I believe they just walk out of it. I think like yeah, I think they just... Because there's no real explanation. They must just parkour out of it. Like... Um, so they go back to La Paz. La Paz, excuse me. And they have to walk the whole way, so that fucking sucks. Their feet hurt. 
Um, talking about a walk of shame. <laughs> and we just saw that episode of New Girl would fit. You guys don't know it, but it is. You know. <laughs> that's that's funny to us. Um, so they go. They walk back into the hotel, still looking rather clean. I mean, they're still dirty as hell compared yeah. to the hotel. And they're like, "Hey, how's it going?" And they're like, "Mr. Bond, you have this uh, m- message from the uh, the English lady who showed up." And he goes, "Oh, good." Mm-hmm. He takes the message, and it just says, "Run." Ah, uh, fuck. So Bond goes, "Oh, better do the opposite of what this says." And he walks back up to his hotel room, mm-hmm. and there, sitting before him, is M. Ah, fuck. To which he says, "Oh, that's what she's talking about." <laughs> And Emma's like, hey, do you know how hard it is to work with you? And Bond is like, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. I got an idea. And he goes, you are so blinded by rage and, like, emotion that you don't care who you kill to get there. Mm-hmm. And Bond is like, I haven't killed anybody except for a couple of people who could have given us information. She goes, yeah, but people end up dead because of you. Follow me. We go to their bedroom. And Strawberry Fields is dead. Super dead. She is covered in crude oil. And essentially it drowned her. Ugh. Uh, If you are a James Bond connoisseur, you will know that this is actually a reference to Odd Jobs, murder of Jill Masterson in Goldfinger. Huh? Goldfinger, the third James Bond film. Uh Uh-huh. Instead of oil, it was gold. Oh. They drowned her in gold and then encased her in it. I see. Uh, this is a throwback to uh, to um, Goldfinger. I see. And Goldfinger is where we get the line, no, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. Oh, I see. Um, so it's a, a macabre little throwback, but it's also a fun little throwback. I can't believe we killed Strawberry Fields, though. Yeah. The entire, like, the only reason I know her name first name is Strawberry is because you told me it. Yeah. Because uh, the entire movie, they, she, she it says Fields. Uh, Fields. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And he's just like, what's your first name? Just Fields. Yeah. Was, her name is Strawberry. Strawberry Fields. Forever. What is Strawberry Fields Forever? I don't understand. It's a song. Beatles. That's a Beatles song? Yeah. It's a, it's a line. Oh. Yeah. Um. So... Bond is basically, you become a threat. Mm-hmm. Not only are you a threat to, like, the bad guys, which is good, mm-hmm. you're a threat to us, which is less good. So, you're going to jail. Or home. Or a big box where we're going to keep you like Hannibal Lecter. The point is, go to your room! Because <laughs> Miss Fields here was literally just a pencil pusher yes. up until a couple of days. Her only job was to put you on a plane. Yeah, here's the thing. Uh, Miss Fields was not an agent. She was not a uh, MI6 agent. She worked in, in like, retrieval. Mm-hmm. Um, but she went on the mission with James to the... Um, uh, to, 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 to the fundraiser. Yeah. Just as kind of, like, arm candy. Um, and her job was put James Bond on an airplane the next morning. Yeah. Uh, so she did, she did above and beyond the call of her job. Uh, and it got her killed Mm. and it's James's fault. So (sighs) that sucks. Um, so a bunch of MI6 agents takes James in the elevator. They hit a button and James kind of looks around and goes, Hey, before we get started. Does anybody want to get out? He doesn't say that. That's just my favorite line from Winter Soldier. <laughs> he beats the shit out of four guys at once in an elevator. 
and then walks out and just like kind of strolls. He walks up the stairs and M is coming out while he's coming back in and her face is just like, what the fuck? And he goes, listen, when you write your report, I want it to be known that Miss Fields died with honor and she did above and beyond the call of duty. And Emma's like, I don't suppose I can stop you here. And she goes, no. Because you don't understand. They have a capture or kill order on you. I captured you. They're going to kill you. And he goes, Aces, going to leave now. Not what I meant. <laughs> so Bond bails out. And uh, as, he, as he leaves, Camille drives up in a car. And she's like, get in. And he's like, are you going to try to shoot me again? Or... <laughs> Uh, Bond drives, or doesn't drive, he shows up at a bar. And CIA agent Felix Leiter is here. Hey, buddy. And he's like, hey, how's it going? And he goes, you're having a rough night, aren't you, buddy? You have no idea. Uh, so what do you know that I don't? And so Felix is like, all right, here's the thing. Uh, first of all, they know you're here, and they are coming. So... We got like 30 seconds. We, yeah, we don't have much. Uh, basically... Green and Madrano are having themselves a little uh, little powwow. And it is a, an eco-hotel in the Bolivian desert. That's where they're going. Uh, I would go there... Uh, I would go there before they get there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Bob is like, cool, cool. And they can hear, like, uh, scraping in the background, like, people coming in. And he goes, James, move your ass. <laughs> gotcha! And here come uh, the Americans to ruin everything. So... Here we come to ruin the day. America! Fuck yeah! Uh. <laughs> so, before infiltrating the meeting, uh, Bond and Camille are just, like, kind of outside checking their guns, getting ready and everything. Mm-hmm. And he goes, hey, listen. Hey, listen. You... Hey, listen. He goes, when you get to Madrano, you're going to feel an adrenaline surge. Mm-hmm. And your training is going to tell you to compensate for that. But you're not going to believe your training because this kill is personal. Remember to calm down. It only takes one shot. Uh, and they have just like, you know, that little moment there. And away we go to the bad guys. Uh, Green and Madrano make the change in Bolivian leadership. So Madrano is now in charge of Bolivia. I guess. Um, and then... <laughs> The current colonel of police who now works for Madrano kind of sold this out. Mm-hmm. Bond jumps on the hood of his car and he's like, hi, we have a mutual friend. <laughs> Dead. Oh, I should also point out that the general is trying to rape the waitress. Meanwhile, it up- was a waitress. Yeah. Upstairs in his room. And I, while James Bond's doing the James Bond stuff in like the with the mutual friend stuff down yeah. there, I'm completely distracted by guys. Yeah. So. Yeah, Madrano goes up with a waitress for rape. Yeah, uh, like, she's just doing her job because he was just like, hey, can you deliver this to my room instead? I gotta do business. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, sure, whatever. This is a fancy hotel. So, while while that's kind of going on, um, obviously Camille and uh, Bond have split. And so Bond goes in and single-handedly assaults the complex. <laughs> um... And so, like, as he walks in, he just starts shooting tanks, mm-hmm. and they explode, so there's constant explosions going off. Yeah. The building is on fire, and it's yeah. getting worse. Um, so, and then a hydrogen tank is hit by an incoming vehicle. 
boom, more explosions, explosions everywhere. Um, so we go up to where the, the rape is going on. <laughs> and Camille breaks into the room and is like, hey, fuck you. <laughs> uh, so she, she runs. She's safe. Fish, as you can be. And yeah. what's about to happen. Um, Hopefully the waitress just got the fuck out of Dodge yeah. and called it good. So, so these things kind of flash back and forth from each other. While Camille is fighting Madrano, uh, Bond is fighting in a burning, collapsing building mm-hmm. uh, with Dominic Green. Green has an axe somehow. It's like a fire axe. Yeah. And he's just like, he's apoplectic, just swinging at James. Why do we have a fire axe, but there's no, like, fire, like, there's no, like, water sprinklers or anything. Like, yeah, right? God. Well, there are, actually. The, the water does go. It just doesn't fucking solve anything. What uh, is this building? Yeah. <laughs> So as we see, you know, James kind of ducking the swinging axe mm-hmm. and Madrano overpowering Camille and like slamming her onto the bed mm-hmm. um, as Chuck, or I'm sorry, Chuck, I keep wanting to say Chuck Green. I don't know why. <laughs> Dominic Green goes to take a big swing and Bond gets out of the way and he lodges the axe into his own foot because uh-huh. he's a moron. Uh, meanwhile, um, Camille is being overpowered by the general. So she reaches down and just grabs him by the dick <laughs> and, like, gets, throws him off of her. And he's like, ah, my dick! Yeah. Um, and so while this is going on, um, Bond grabs uh, Dominic and, like, throws him up and over. They're on a, like, a walkway. Yeah. So there's a drop. They're on, like, the second floor of a, of a thing. Yeah. And then there's, like, a balcony and it goes down to, like, the first floor or but whatever. everything's on fire. Oh, so much fire, guys. Yeah. So, like, he picks him up and, like, kind of throws him over the thing. And Dominic is grabbing on for his dear life. Meanwhile, uh, Camille is on the ground reaching for her gun while Madrano was reaching for his gun. Mm-hmm. Um, so we cut back to James. And he's, like, he's got Dominic where he wants him. Mm-hmm. And we hear a gunshot. And Dominic goes, ha! You just lost another one, James. Now what are you going to do, idiot? And so James picks him up, and he's like, <laughs> mm, somebody's going in the fire. Mm. Oh, <laughs> damn it. And picks him up and lets him run. Okay, but, like, also, just let him burn. Well, that's the thing. That's James Bond's kind of character arc here. Mm-hmm. He is no longer acting with emotion. He did the right thing, even though he really wanted to kill that guy. Uh, it's better to pick him up and let him go, because now we can still get him for information. That kind of stuff. Uh-huh. So Green runs away like a bitch. So, um, meanwhile, we cut back to Madrano, who is dead. <laughs> uh, Camille got the shot off and finally uh, avenged her family. Because, like, he was all like, ah, I remember your face. Now I'm going to kill you like I killed your mother and your sister. And also rape some more. And then everything's on fire like last time. And she's just like, I hate you. She also stabbed him with the glass that, like, he threw through a glass table and she picked up a shard and just started stabbing him. So, like, uh, Camille's got some adrenaline. As a Bond girl? Yeah. Camille is dope. I expected her to be the dead one, honestly. Yeah, yeah, but no, uh, she was hardcore. So here's the problem. Uh, mm-hmm. As she runs out, everything's on fire. Mm-hmm. Everything is on fire. 
Uh, and it, it triggers her. <laughs> and she clearly has PTSD from her family. And she shuts down and can't move. Mm-hmm. Um, she basically runs to the platform where James is. And just, like, can't move anymore. Uh, and so James kind of runs around and sort of, like, kind of grabs her and tries to calm her down. But he looks around and, like, there's fire everywhere. Like, these guys are fucked. Like, there's no way out. Uh, and she keeps rocking back and forth and saying, not like this, not like this, not like this. Mm-hmm. James realizes what she means. She doesn't want to die in a fire like her family did. Mm. So she won't. James takes out his gun, holds her close, uh, and says, shut your eyes. Uh, And she says, you were right. It only takes one shot. And so James, he puts the gun next to her head as a tile falls off the wall, Mm -hmm. revealing yet another hydrogen tank. Oh, boy. To which James is like, three, two, hey, boom! <laughs> he shoots the thing. It blows a hole wide open. Go, 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 and go! And they, they run to their safety. Um, Never speaking of this event ever again. Yeah, right? Uh, not, a, not a bad little moment. Um, so, uh, they, they get out. He makes sure that Camilla's safe. And then he goes, one second. I gotta chase down a guy. Mm-hmm. He gets into a vehicle and just drives into the desert because Green, Dominic Green, is running for his life. Fuck this guy. Uh, and he catches up to him and he goes, hey, where you going? <laughs> and Dominic's like, oh, okay, hey, hey, you said you'd leave me alive if I told you everything about Quantum. And I did. So you're going to leave me alive. And Bond is like, yes, I am. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't behoove me to kill you. Uh, but here's the thing. If I know everything you know, then Quantum knows that I know everything that you know. Mm-hmm. And they're meaner than I am. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm going to let you go mm-hmm. wherever it is you're going to go. Uh, good luck with that. By the way, and he kind of opens up his trunk and he tosses him a can. <laughs> and he goes, I give you 20 miles before you think about drinking that. <laughs> and he looks... And it's motor oil. <laughs> Bond gets in his car and drives away. I mean, that's as good as killing him. Like, come on. It's it, Yes, it is, but he didn't do it. He did give him the, the, the option. I just like that. Bet you'll make it 20 miles before you think of drinking that. <laughs> Bond drives Camille to a train station and they kiss before departing. Uh, she says, basically, I wish I could help free you from the prison mm-hmm. in your mind. Like you helped for me. And he goes, I keep thinking... Like, I keep thinking, like, he's dead, he's dead, and I don't have to worry about it. But it's hard for me to get over that, like, everything that's happened. She's going to go to therapy. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, and she basically says, look, I, I wish I could do the same thing for you, but it's not easy. Mm. Um, they kiss, and she departs for her train. So we go to Russia. Meanwhile. Where Russia. Bond confronts Yusuf Cabria. Who is that, you might ask? Mm-hmm. Well, that was Vesperlin's boyfriend. Oh, no. That's the person she died to save. Turns out, your boy's a member of Quantum. Ah. And his whole gimmick is that he seduces high-ranking, powerful women, gets them to love him, fakes his own kidnapping, and the ransom is state secrets. So that's kind of what's going on here. Um, So Bond is just, like, sitting in the hotel room. 
and he brings somebody in. He's like, yeah, baby, this is going to, oh, here comes the sex. And oh, God, no. And Bob is like, hey, sit down. <laughs> and he looks, and he's like, he's got the gun trained on, trained on, uh, on Yusuf's face. And he goes, hi, how's it going? Uh, are you Canadian? And he goes to the girl and she goes, uh huh. He goes, yeah. All right. He, uh, he tell you all these kinds of things and you know, you're, you're super high up. He goes, you can tell me, I already know. Like, and she goes, yeah, I am. He goes, uh huh. Cool. Did he give you a necklace? And she's like, yeah. He goes, he gave me a necklace too. Well, he didn't give it to me. He gave it to a very dear friend of mine who's no longer with us. Um, that's his whole thing is he, you know, trade secrets for his own life. I would leave if I were you. It's going to be a whole thing. Uh, and she's like, thank you. Yeah, she just quietly leaves. And on her way out, she just quietly says, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, dear, you were falling for her, weren't you, babe? So that's the thing. Um, Vesper didn't turn on James. <laughs> she wasn't a double agent. She was stupid. Yeah. Like, she she was dumb and, and fell in love with the wrong guy. Oh, Vesper, no. Yeah. So Bond stares daggers at Yusuf. Uh... And he's like, hey, he, he talks to the, the, the Canadian. And she's like, uh, let you know, the security intelligence services know you guys have a leak. Uh, you guys can patch that all up. Mm-hmm. So she leaves. And he's just training on Yusuf. And Yusuf's like, okay. And he goes, just make it quick. And Bond is like, <laughs> cut to the outside. Where James walks out and where M is standing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and M is like, so... He's dead, huh? <laughs> and Bond goes, no. He's still alive. We need to question him. So I left him alive for questioning. But being alive doesn't mean you need all your limbs. <laughs> so, that is true. I'm just saying, if you beat him and to the point where he breaks his arms and legs, that's still alive. Which is an upgrade from what? From dead. From dead. You can question a man with no limbs. Yeah. So as they talk... And goes, oh, that's, you know, that's very mature of you. Mm-hmm. Um, they found Dominic Green. He was dead somewhere in the Bolivian desert with two bullet holes in his back. And also a stomach full of motor oil. <laughs> you have any knowledge of that? And James is like, <laughs> me? No. <laughs> what? Not the bullet thing. Uh, he doesn't really volunteer any information, but mm-hmm. he's just like, all right. But he does go, he says, turns to Emma and goes, you were right. I was... I went too big too fast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and M goes, okay, now we need you. We need you fully reinstated. We need you back. And Bond says, I never left. Bitch, I never left. <laughs> As he walks away, he drops Vesper's necklace in the snow. And we get a fade to black with a little dot shows up, follows to the left, as Daniel Craig turns to the camera and fires. Dun, dun. For the very first time, we get a James Bond opening sequence at the very end. Because uh. now, he is the James Bond we know and love. Mm-hmm. Curtain down. This one is kind of a mess. It's a little bit messy, yes. Not a fan that Strawberry Fields died. Yeah, that's that's a frequent goings-on in James Bond movies. Ugh! Man! Um, I think this is definitely one of the weaker ones. Uh, definitely so far the weakest of, of Daniel Craig's films. I, 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 I say that having not seen Spectre, 
Uh, and from what I understand, that one's not great either. Um, so <laughs> we'll we'll have to see. He's kind of on an odds and evens kick. Oh boy! One and three were amazing. Two and four ain't so great. <laughs> uh, we call that a reverse Star Trek. Um, but there are still good things to like about it. Mm-hmm. You know, the action is still good. Uh, Daniel Craig is still amazing in this yeah, role. This He's still true. an amazing James Bond. Mm-hmm. Judy Dench is an amazing M. Uh, Oleg Oleg Kurilenko. I'm so sorry. Camille. Yes. All right. Uh, is a great Bond girl. She is. Like, I did not remember how good she was. And she survived. And she survived, which is always nice. Um, so, you know, we, we, we had some good stuff. We have now set up Quantum. Mm-hmm. We have the evil bad guys. We have our good guys. Mm-hmm. Let's hit it. Um, so, that's, you know, that's the good part. But it is just kind of a... A middle child of a film. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just... <laughs> uh, it's not bad. It's just another one. And I like another one. Mm-hmm. But not like a super amount. So I think maybe... What did I give... Casino Royale? I give it like a 9? 9. Something 5? like that, yeah. This is maybe a 6? Oh, I was going to like say 7. Really? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I... I it's, it's one of the... But it is a marked step down from. Well, yeah. I mean, I can right. I can regurgitate the plot of Casino Royale. I can't tell you. I just got the done. Fuck. Wa- I just got done watching it and talking about it, and still I'm just like, what happened there? What exactly, the fuck happened. You know? Yeah. Like, why would they kill Strawberry Fields other than the spite? Yeah, basically. Spite. You know, like. Um, why Camille has to go through this uh, spy sabotage thing when she could just blow up the building that he's in? Like that is true. Be a much shorter film. Yeah, like yeah. she would do that, and then she'd go to therapy at four, and like <laughs> she could get on with her life. And away we go. You know. Uh, but yeah, so it's like I said, it's it's one of the weaker ones. It's not a bad film. Mm-hmm. It is an okay film. That's true, but it's confusing in the sense that it's trying to be art. Like, the hell does Quantum of Solace mean? Like, I had to Google that shit just now. Yeah. And apparently it means measure of comfort. That's silly. Right? Um, It does kind of make sense, but, like, not great. In the sense that they both need something to comfort them in this yeah. weird, fucked up time. You're right. Of- it does seem to try to be, like, it tries to mean more than it is. And I'm not saying that a James Bond movie can't. That's true. It can. But that's not, like... That's not your job. Yeah. You guys know why you're here, right? I was going to say, you can, but it's it's not what you're here for. You guys know why we're here. You make Casino Royale. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and that's the thing. So, uh, yeah, it's 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 just, it's a height. It's a height. Uh, would I watch it again? I would. You know, if we're going through, like, I wouldn't pick it out. No. Like, it's like, oh, do you want to watch a Daniel Craig James Bond movie? Yeah, Casino Royale with Skyfall. Yeah, let's watch Skyfall. Um, But if we're just like, oh, we're watching them all again? Yeah, all right, throw on. <laughs> like, I would actively avoid Tokyo Drift. That's true. You know like, I mean? you don't like, need to live through Tokyo Drift again. I would actively avoid Men in Black 2. <laughs> and being the weakest James Men Bond. Men in Black International. <laughs> Oh, yeah, well, we're not living through that again. Uh, 
But being the weakest James Bond film still makes you a pretty good film, right? Yeah. Um, I have yet to... Like, there are bad, bad James Bond movies. Okay, but how many of them are hilariously bad? <laughs> Where we cycle back onto it, Austin Powers style. Which I've recently found out is a James Bond parody. Surprise! I didn't know that. Okay, then. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I, I think that's kind of... Kind of where we're at here. Mm-hmm. Um, it ain't bad. It ain't great. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's okay. It's a six. Seven. Like, you, you, you take it in a seven? Yeah. With just like, hey, let's watch some movies. Netflix, Casino Royale, Quantum Sauce. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch Quantum Sauce. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. It is also the shortest of the James Bond movies, which is actually to its detriment. Because mm-hmm. they want a lot of shit in this movie. This is true. Um... So, maybe it and and Casino Royale should have switched runtimes, but eh, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Uh, but with that, unless there's anything else, mm, no. Let's go watch Skyfall. Alrighty. So as we move on, we go from the Quantum of Solace to one of the more recent ones because that took like six years to come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, point is, next week we are going. To Skyfall. Skyfall! Just look at you, chasing spies. England, MI6. She send you after me, know when you're not ready, know when you would likely die. Mommy was very bad. The two survivors, this is what she made us. Everybody needs a hobby. So what's yours? Resurrection. So next week, we are doing Skyfall, which, much like Casino Royale, is one of the better James Bond movies of all time. (laughs) Uh, So it is, like, it may be hit and miss Mm -hmm. for Daniel Craig, but when he hits, fuck, does he knock that bitch out the park. Yes. Uh, So. If you guys never thought about buying a plot of land and calling it Skyfall, you're liars. Exactly. I'm looking forward to it. I haven't seen it in many, many, many years. But I did really like it when I saw it. Yes. Um, I hope it has aged well. I'm sure it has. Mm-hmm. Uh, but from there, uh, we, we we do Skyfall, and then we do Spectre. Yeah. And then in nine years, when the new James Bond movie comes out, we'll do that motherfucker too. Yeah. Uh, um, but until then, uh, if you are so inclined and you want to see more of us, you can like, comment, and subscribe to us, Binging with Badness on the Bright Wall Podcast Network. Mm-hmm. If you are currently watching us on YouTube and you're like, this is great, but I sure would like it in my pocket, you can find us on Spotify. Spotify.com slash binging with badness. We're the blue one. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to find us elsewhere on the internet, if you just can't get enough of my pro wrestling hot takes for some reason, God bless you, mom and only mom. Uh, you can find me on, like, yeah, right. You can find me uh, on Twitter at twitter.com slash empty square. That's E-M-P-T-Y-S-Q-U-A-R-E. Cute. I'm at Aquadia underscore. Come, let's talk about a Jack White makes no sense and infuriate my husband. Look, I get it. I get it. Do you? But I don't get it. Um, 
And if you got money burning a hole in your pocket, you got that stimmy late, and you're just like, <laughs> you know, it'd be fun to shove money into strangers' faces. Your unemployment, too, is being an asshole. Yeah, you can go to patreon.com slash empty square. That's E-M-P-T-Y-S-Q-U-A-R-E to become an official backer. You get a whole bunch of stuff. We recently did a uh, Patreon-exclusive episode on Mortal Kombat, the new Mortal Kombat that came out. Yeah, guys. Uh, we are going to do one on the new Saw movie that just came out, Spiral <laughs> from the Book of Saw. <laughs> and then uh, Fast and Furious comes out in like two weeks. Mm-hmm. You know we got to do that. Those will all be specific for you special kids on Patreon. Yeah. Uh, if you are so inclined. Anything, anything is good. A buck will get you some cool shit. One dollar. Get you all the stuff. Uh, Up to and including a whole episode dedicated to you, which means this episode is dedicated to one of our best friends, Mm -hmm. and that's Casey. Uh, Thanks, Casey. She has paid a significant amount of money (laughs) for honestly too long. (laughs) Um, And so we are dedicating this episode to you. If you want an episode dedicated to your fine self, $15 over at patreon.com slash empty square. We will love you all the same. You don't have to give us the money. We like you just as is. Mm-hmm. Uh, we love you for you. We love you for you, but also your wallet. <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs> no, but thank you though. No, no. seriously. Honest to God. Uh, I'm, I'm, I make jokes about it, but that's, it baffles me that anybody watches these. Like, not a ton of people watch these, um, but those who do, thank you. Y- y'all are the best, man. Like, come hang out with us. Yeah. Like seriously, find us somewhere on social meets. Exactly. Exactly. We just got a new puppy. Come talk to us about that. That's true. Um, the other thing. So I, I don't know that we've mentioned this, mm-hmm. but next month in July, uh, my wife and I are going to be moving. Uh, we are going from uh, Portland, where we are now, mm-hmm. all the way to eastern Canada, which is where we will be later. Portland, Oregon, guys. The good Portland. The good Portland. Uh, so that is going to take a while. You're going to have episodes. You don't have to worry about that. But on Patreon, we are going to kind of document our cross-country trip. So if you want to see the settled grade of two... People. Maybe three. Uh, maybe three. Maybe three. We'll see how it goes. Three people and two puppies. Uh, three puppies if it's three people. Oh, God, no. In a very small camper van. <laughs> what was the thing that Bo Burnham said? The steadily declining health of... <laughs> <laughs> Come and watch the chubby kid with a steadily declining mental health as he pretends to give you what he cannot give himself. Yeah, you're going to watch three people and three dogs basically lose their minds uh, as we drive through middle America. Yeah. So, uh, that is going to be on the Patreon. Once again, that is patreon.com slash empty square for all the extra cool shit. Uh, and until next week, when we hit Skyfall, we will see you. We hope you have a very good week. Mm-hmm. And we will see you next time. Okay, see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
I can't sing the rest of the song. This is where I put the trailer. Oh. I can't sing the rest of the song because then we'll get copy stricken. Yeah, you understand? Because you're too good. Yeah, I'm too great at my Indel impersonation. You should put that in the in I, after I credits. I probably will. 